0: How's it going everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Monday, August the 30th. Hello my friends, hope you are doing well, and we just have a smattering of video games to talk about today. Lots of variety here, so let's jump into it. The first game I want to talk about is recently released, it's called No More Heroes 3. It came out on Friday, and of course the reviews are now available. Now this is actually the fourth game in the series because there was a spin-off released a couple of years ago called Travis Strikes Again. And it's also the final No More Heroes. And I think it is fair to say that critics are pretty mixed on the game. Outlets like GameSpot and IGN, they gave it a 4 out of 10, 6 out of 10. But then there's groups like Easy Allies and Press Starts, which gave it 9s out of 10s. And when I actually read these reviews, I think it actually has to do with how much the negatives of the game actually get in the way of the reviewer's experience. Right? Like, even the people who gave it low scores seemed to actually want to enjoy the game, and and even did, in some regards, but just weren't able to get past certain things. IGN makes the argument that the game is stuck in the early 2000s. It's a 3D hack-and-slash game that isn't very... polished, and... kind of has some outdated design. Because the core gameplay loop is actually very simple. You are an assassin who is trying to become the best assassin in the world and climb the ranks. So you start at the bottom, and then you do a boss fight, and you kill the boss, and you go up a rank, and then in between boss fights, you're doing these mini games. Of course, there is a story which is continued from the entire series, but as Polygon points out, quote, You don't play a No More Heroes game for its story, you play it for its style, and No More Heroes 3 has style in spades, end quote. Polygon was very enamored with the presentation of the game, and how... You know, even if there was something they didn't particularly like, they didn't mind, because it was just really cool to look at. I think it's summarized by Eurogamer quite nicely, quote, I sort of loved it. I sort of loved it. Does it move the No More Heroes formula in any meaningful way? Not really, and the trims and tucks and small additions don't exactly add up to ten years' progress. Does it spark and pop and more than occasionally misfire with all the vim and swagger of those original games? That it does, and fulsomely. End quote. So, as always, with these mixed-reviewed games, I encourage you to seek out somebody who you trust, and maybe watch some gameplay before you buy it. And uh, I've got to agree, it's got this wonderful visual style. Okay, and then there's just a bunch of indie games that I want to tell you about, and a couple of them here are because they're getting some new content. So, the first one we'll mention is a game called Blasphemous, which is a 2D side-scrolling, kind of Dark Soulsy Metroidvania. Except it is super, super dark. It's got this kind of gothic horror vibe with a huge religious aspect to it. And they are going to be adding a free story expansion called Wounds of Eventide on December 9th. So this is the second expansion and the final one. And they've already announced a Blasphemous 2, which is going to come out in 2023. So feel free to check that one out. Uh, There's also been a new standalone expansion announced for Shadow Tactics. It's called Ico's Choice. And if you've never seen it, Shadow Tactics is super cool. It's a tactical stealth game where you have a bunch of characters in like an isometric view and you're trying to sneak up on the enemies in a very strategic way. Beautiful game, very highly rated. And this expansion is them returning to the game after working on Desperados 3. So if you like stealth games, feel free to check Shadow Tactics. This expansion is also coming out in December. And like I said, it will be standalone, so you can buy it without needing the original game. Okay, and the last indie game I want to tell you about has been kind of making the waves in the press. It's called Moonglow Bay, and the developers describe this game as a, quote, slice-of-life fishing RPG, end quote. And so it has this inspiration from games like Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley, and it is all about a player uh, creating a fishing business. It's very wholesome. You go out into the water, do some fishing, bring it back to the village to sell it. Tons of different species to try and find, and donating them to the aquarium, and all that good stuff. Very, very cute, Uh, and very laid back. So if that sounds like your kind of game, you can pick it up on PC and Xbox, as well as the Game Pass on day one, on October 7th. Now, I'm assuming Xbox got some kind of exclusivity deal for this, because it would be the perfect game for, like, the Switch. So it doesn't seem like that's happening right off the bat, but maybe keep an ear out if you're interested in it being on another platform. Once again, the game is called Moonglow Bay. And, uh, hey folks, that is all the time we got for today. Thank you so much for tuning in, it's greatly appreciated. I will be back with the news tomorrow, as I am every Monday to Friday. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It is the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hello, everybody. Sorry, I did not have an after show for the past couple of days. Uh, I don't know. They weren't great days, and I don't want to come on here and, like, pretend that everything is going great because, I don't know, that's not really fair to you. Anyway, yes, hello. Um, I gotta say, I love shows like today where I can just talk about some some indie games. It gives me an opportunity to keep my eye on, on what's out there, and, I don't know, it's just kind of nice to spotlight some of this stuff sometimes it's i feel like when there's a lot of industry news happening i sometimes lose sight of the fact that we're here to play games so let's talk about some cool ones um i did once try to play shadow tactics actually it was one of the only times in my life that i actually traded a game i was on reddit and there's this subreddit uh called oh i don't remember what it is hold on i'll look for it right now okay it's called r slash game swap So it's people who will exchange their digital keys for other games that people might have. And it was back in the Humble Bundle days where they were having these insane deals and you would just get like a bunch of games that maybe you didn't really care about or already owned. And so once I got a key for Stardew Valley, but I already owned the game. I, you know, I didn't need the key for anything. All of my friends already owned it. So I went on to GameSwap and I was like, hey, you know, I'll take anything, (laughs) basically. Give me, give me an offer. And uh, somebody mentioned Shadow Tactics, and I was like, oh, interesting. You know, I had heard of the game before, but I never thought to play it. So I swapped and I tried playing it, and I would really love Shadow Tactics if it was turn based. Anytime there's a game like this, which is real time, I struggle a lot. I mean, I think there is like a pause in play, but I don't know. That's just not my favorite. I, I like having the ability to sit there and think about my strategy as opposed to having to execute perfectly. I had a similar issue with Pillars of Eternity, and I I think the second game got a turn-based option, but the first game, like, the combat was just real-time, and I wanted to love it. You know, the narrative was super cool and everything, but getting into combat and then having to be on my toes for everything is just not for me. I was never a fan of, like, StarCraft or any other kind of RTS. That's why I don't like MOBAs. You know, it's these strategy games that require you to be strategic fast. That's not what I'm good at. You know, I love games like Into the Breach, which gives me plenty of time to think. I mean, that game's almost more like a puzzle game than anything. But, you know, there's there's games like that. There's uh, any kind of card battler, XCOM, even games like Civilization, like the 4X strategy games. Definitely not my kind of genre, but I played it a lot longer than I normally would have because of the fact that it's turn based. So anyway, I don't know. That was a long time ago, so maybe I could try Shadow Tactics again. I obviously still have it in my library. And then what else did we have today? We had Blasphemous. I've always had my eye on Blasphemous because the art style of that game is fantastic. I actually do own it. I have it on Steam and I have no idea how I got it. That also might have been in a bundle at some point. Uh, So I don't know. Maybe I should boot that up at some point too. I I feel like every time I talk about an interesting game, I'm like, ooh, I should play that. And then obviously I'm not going to. I'm just going to play more Guitar Hero. Who do you think I am? Anyway, uh, anything else? Oh, yeah. Um... If you are in the TGO Discord server, just want to give a shout out to uh, Crimson Tentacles and Raven Dark for being the newest additions to the mod team. Shout out to them. They've been part of the community for a very long time and I'm happy to have them on board. And uh, hey, yeah, that's everything for today. Thanks for being here. Back tomorrow as always. And until then, ciao.